And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Mythbits. You made an excellent choice. Greetings, everyone. G'day again from SA. This is Tim back with episode 193 of the World of Mythbits. And this time around, I'm back with my girls, back with Nen. Hey! And back with Boo. Hello! The little artist. And we are going to be talking about what inspires you. But first of all, a bit of housekeeping. Dave and Steph have asked me to uh, really hype up the Unwelcomed, the, um, the new... Uh, anthology that's coming out uh, by Dark Myth Publications, which I'm seriously excited about. Um, so that's coming out. Pre-sales will be out soon. So make sure that you keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, some ripper stories. Um, I, for one, am very proud to uh, to have my story in there. Um, and yeah, I cannot wait. A lot of uh, very haunting, very frightful tales, I'm sure. So some very, very talented, very, very twisted writers out there um, that write for Dark Myth. Uh, yeah, so uh, so a bit spooky, a bit scary. Um, should be should be very, very cool. Uh, also, wanted to say congratulations to uh, Melissa for winning um, Author of the Month for her piece. The Elves Are Gone, Part 2 of 3. And the last time I checked on um, the September magazine, I could see that she was up to 28 <coughs> votes. Um, so 28 was a, a great, great job, uh, Melissa, and a, uh, a very interesting story. I remember reviewing that for the review episode, which was the um, the last podcast, episode uh, 192 of the World of Myth Bits. And I remember... Yeah, very cleverly done, uh, taking that whole concept of elves and uh, the the way that their um, their their thinking and their their ways, just their their general elvenness, uh, how far beyond the understanding of uh, humanity and humankind. So well done! Can't wait for part three of three, which I'm sure will be coming out. Uh, with any luck, will be coming out next month, the um, October edition. So, um, fingers crossed for you, Melissa. Maybe two in a row with uh, the Elves Are Gone, part three of three. Wishing you and wishing everyone all the best. And don't forget, um, probably by the time this is uh, this is out, this is live, it will be already too late to send in your stories. So I just hope that we've all sent in plenty of terrifying, plenty of October Halloween-themed and horror-themed material, as well as our other stories that we can as well. Great stories, poems, artwork. Um, looking forward to seeing who uh, who will be doing the next cover uh, and what it is that has inspired them. So I'm just moving on to Mythmart as well. And I've checked out Mythmart... Um, 
Don't forget that there's a great range of t-shirts that are available in the apparel section. Uh, I believe they're all $21.99 at the moment, so an absolute bargain to wear your heart on your sleeve, or your sleeve on your sleeve, or um, anything by Zoe Montoya, or uh, anything by Steph, or anything by... Uh, by um, you could even have um, the Mythmaster's face uh, across your chest. Whatever it is you want, whatever it is that you dream, uh, your dreams can come true with a uh, a t-shirt from Mythmart for only $21.99. Uh, also, uh, Processing Things by Michael A. Arnold is currently on special. Um, and, oh, there's a, a range that's great. Uh, the cool calendar, the 2023 calendar that's there, um, the anthology, the current um, anthology from um, last year's uh, writings, magazines, stuff, uh, stuff that's being shared. I believe anth- it's anthology number four. Um, yeah, just some, some great, great stuff on there. Um, don't forget to check out Myth Mart. Um, and yeah, hopefully you can invest. Hopefully uh, you can help Dark Myth Publishing to uh, continue to run different events uh, and have um, this great magazine coming out uh, every month and also the wonderful uh, the wonderful books, the anthologies, um, the books by, uh, by writers and yeah, just some, some great, great stuff. Well, wonderful uh, indie publishing company um, that hopefully we can all support. So don't forget as well, a free gift with each purchase is pretty cool. Um, and uh, on to uh, final things before we get into the actual podcast itself. Just wanted to mention PCE, the Pop Culture Expo uh, that's coming up. Um, I did see uh, something that Steph shared on uh, Instagram, I reckon, with um, and Dave, Dave did as well. I reckon the um stuff on um different characters. I heard a uh, a bit of an imperial march, which uh, gets any Star Wars fan, uh, kind of a bit bit uh thrill thrilled under the color. Um, be cool to see some stormtroopers there. Um, yeah, lots lots and lots and lots of great acts. Uh, also on the PCEHD.com, uh, the pop culture expo. Uh, website, the official website. There's a uh, sign up to say vendor uh, vendor registration is now open. So if you're a company that's keen to be going along to that, make sure that you contact the team uh, and um, yeah, make sure you register your interest and um, get uh, your I's dotted, your T's crossed and uh, and set to go for this very, very exciting event. So now, on to today's theme. Today's theme, I thought, um, looking at some of the stuff that I've been doing with my daughter Boo. Um, That's me. There's a, uh, an, another publishing company where we've gone with, uh, I've written a short story and Boo's done a bit of artwork for it. Great, great combination. Um, I don't know if she's sort of inspired my story, if I've sort of inspired her artwork, or um, whether we've sort of uh, bounced ideas and bounced inspiration off each other. But I was just wondering, boo, 
where do you get your inspiration from for um for the different artworks that you do um i don't know <laughs> you usually just give me something to draw and then i draw it so i give you i give you some ideas sometimes but then i've seen some great uh great drawings that you've done from um youtube instagram audios. instagram instagram yeah yep so you uh you've come up with some cool looking characters there um and practice makes perfect it's yeah. all all about practicing um drawing more getting more inspiration um finding ideas from from what's around your room what's happening in your life that sort of thing <laughs> plenty more drawing to come yeah I reckon, yeah, super, super thrilled, super excited. Hopefully there's some more stuff that we might be able to share on to um, the, maybe the November or December um, editions of uh, the World of Myth magazine. See if we can get some stuff, uh, some more stuff in there. Sounds good. Sounds like a good idea. And it might even inspire me to to see if I can put... um, pen to paper or uh, add a bit of colour to my life and see if I can come up with some cool artwork to uh, to send on in as well. What about you, Nen? What inspires you? Um, I don't really do much drawing, but when I do, it's mainly like what's around me, what comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. Family sometimes. Yeah, that was a long time ago, a while ago. A makeup palette? Yeah, I had a makeup palette in like, I just thought it was oh. like a eyeshadow or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So combining different colors and yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Drew that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. 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 Nice. Nice. I can say uh, what inspires me is um, my family. I love uh, basing characters off my family and friends and using different names and that sort of thing. I can say that. Um, in my uh, current serial that I'm writing, um, Paetra's Tale, I can say that uh, the original character of Paetra was based on a friend of your mum mm. uh, from way, way Our back, mom? way back mom? when. Our Not my mum, no, your mum. Yeah, my mum. Yeah, yeah, yep. Petra. Uh, Petra's from... She's Czech, Czech Republic, I think. I hope I said that right. It's I can't remember if it's Czechoslovakia or Czech Republic. I think I think, Czech I think they're Republic now. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. So. Uh, and um, yeah, just the stories that um, that my wife told me about this amazing woman, this very strong character that doesn't take no rubbish from anybody. Um, but my Petra has sort of evolved from that and different chats and uh, uh, different conversations that I've had with people that are interested in the character and seeing how um, much more dominant, uh, much more um, front and centre in, uh, in the stories that I write. Uh, that's what's kind of inspired me to, um, to make the serial of uh, Payathra's Adventures and she has uh she's very much run her own life 
But what I found is I've got um, a character called Sienna that is a very wise, uh, very uh, influential, um, but very caring character in my stories that's based after my daughter. Um, Me? I also have uh, Payatra's friend is Heidi, and uh, that's um, very much named after my wife, and she's uh, a very uh, a character that knows in her mind what's right. Um, and she won't, generally she won't back down um, and let anybody walk over her. So uh, Payatra and Heidi are actually very strong, a great friendship, strong characters um, in my story, which I'm, I'm really thrilled to see how these characters that weren't going to be my focal point, um, how they have evolved as the story has gone on. So we're up to, I've submitted part 19 for the October edition of the World of Myth magazine, which I'm super excited about. And um, I'm very happy to say that uh, the story of Payatra and Heidi um, and Payatra's mum, Sarah, and also Sienna, uh, and uh, the other characters that are that are in there, the um, the story even at part nineteen is far far from over. So there's still uh, a little way to go. Which uh, yeah, I'm very very excited to um, to find out how that story continues to unfold. Because I'm not a plotter. I don't plot my stories. I don't. Um, I might have a bit of an idea for a beginning, bit of an idea for an end, but um, yeah the 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 story itself the middle sort of fills itself in and influences uh and then I go back and I sort of see where the middle sort of taking the story and I fill in the the beginning a bit more to strengthen that uh, direction of the middle and then um sometimes we give you ideas yeah I get uh, get ideas from the kids uh I might say oh so what what about now and as I've mentioned before I reckon I uh, I was mentioning taboo oh this is an idea that I've got, but I don't know where to take it next. And she said, oh, well, what if they discover a new planet? I'm like, uh, 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 yeah, you know what? I can make that work. I can make that happen. And in a roundabout way, in that story, I have. And, uh, yeah, I uh, I think it was uh, a real thrill for me to sort of have that just thrown at me, but then to be able to make that uh, that happen and, and see how that changed the story, but also how it took it in another direction, which um, I think it needed and it wanted to go. So yeah, so I think that that works out well. Um, other way, other things that influence my um, my story writing, uh, very much anthology calls. So um, there's a a great uh, friend of mine, a um, an independent uh, publisher again. Um, that comes up with these great ideas for anthologies that are out there that just for whatever reason my mind seems to click and seems to interpret an idea or a concept a new way or uh, a unique way that um, that I'm able to um, to bring that story to life that sort of dr- triggers that uh, emotional response from that editor, from that friend of mine, 
that he's like, yes, yes, I want that story. Uh, that's such a great story. Um, it's in. It's definitely going to be included. So, um, yeah. And then, like, at work too. Uh, I work for a local library here in Murraybridge. And, um, yeah, DVD covers. We'll, uh, when we're putting the movies away up on the shelf. Or um, sort of uh, a book title. Or uh, an article in a magazine. Or something like that. Might trigger or a, a song title or remembering a song lyric might trigger in me uh hey here's an idea or what about this particular scene i uh, yeah, i remember um my brother and i uh listening to uh, okay computer by radiohead and uh there's a not karma police there's a um, paranoid android there's a song on there called paranoid android and my brother went i've got a great idea i'm going to write I'm going to script a film clip for this song. I knew that there was already a film clip for the song, but my brother's idea was so much better, in my opinion anyway. Just the the whole idea of, okay, at this moment of the song, this is going to happen, and this moment of the song, this is going to happen. And I could just see as I played the song, and it's one of my favourite Radiohead songs, so as I play the song, over and over, I'm less and less seeing the original film clip and more and more what my brothers come up with, these uh, these sort of ideas. It's great. Music music is a great influencer as well. Um, I also wanted to um, to mention uh, the review episode that I did, um, episode one hundred ninety two. I wanted to thank so much a couple of the. Um, the listeners to the podcast who are also writers that uh that were very grateful for the reviews um i loved every story i loved every poem uh and the artwork was awesome i um i was just really really thrilled that i've been able to take that time make that time uh and the reviews as well like how could i forget to review the reviews so um yeah, I uh, I was very very pleased, very very happy with um, everybody's efforts in the um, the September magazine, and I really hope I uh, I hope 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 that we've all lifted our game, uh, and we've put uh, even more effort into the submissions that we've put up for um, for October as well, because I'm really really looking forward to uh, my second review podcast, uh, sinking my teeth into all the stories, all the poems, uh, and uh, all the brilliant zany artwork, uh, especially the cover art too. So I just wanted to thank everybody, those of you that, uh, that have put in something into the magazine, but also those of you that listen to the um, the podcast as well, especially the review uh, review podcast. So um, thank you, thank you very, very much. Um, just wanted to ask you girls as well, what have we been up to lately as a family? We've been watching a lot of movies, haven't yeah, we? today we watched a movie. Yes? What did we watch? Shazam. Shazam! And that was kind of cool. It's, um, it's a little while ago when it came out. 
but there's another movie uh in that sort of franchise that's uh that's coming out very very Black soon. Adam. Yeah, it's Black Adam. Black um Adam. with the rock. Um uh, Yeah, I'm hoping to see that with my son. He's uh he's a bit of a um very much a Marvel fan, mm. but a bit of a DC fan as well. We like that was mine and Boo's first Marvel movie that we've seen. The what? DC movie? Yeah, DC. Um, I reckon you watched one with Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. Mm. I reckon a little while ago. Oh, and The Flash. Maybe. Don't think I can remember it I reckon. It was a bit, bit unforgettable, actually. Bit unforgettable. Bit oh sorry, a bit forgettable. Oh, a bit yes, forgettable. bit bit forgettable. Uh, yeah, was it that, that bad? Yeah, but I think that's the one where they introduced Wonder Woman, uh, and then they had the Wonder Woman movies come out after that. Ah, okay. And the Wonder Woman movies were pretty cool. Have you you girls haven't seen them? No, no we should, uh, especially the first one, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is a. Yeah, in, in my in my humble opinion, it's okay, it's but watchable. Wonder Woman is a much much better movie. It's watchable. Yeah, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is watchable because of all the like it's based in nineteen eighty four. Yeah. And I was born in nineteen seventy nine, so mm-hmm. I grew up. I was like five six in nineteen eighty four. Oh, I thought you were going to say you watched that movie when you were, like, five or six. No, 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 no. Oh. No. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, that was my, like, probably the peak of my childhood, my first sort of memories, um, living in Kapunda, I reckon. Would have been living in Kapunda still. Yeah, yeah. Starting school, I sort of went from um, the daycare, like, the daycare centre and then when I started at the primary school Kapunda Primary they didn't have enough classrooms for everybody because it was um, was three terms instead of four oh. and uh, I think they were 12 week terms or something I can't I can't really remember but we did I reckon we started off so I had daycare where we'd go and we'd do painting and stuff and yeah. then I turned five and we started school, and it was one term of reception, and then two terms of year one. How many terms of reception did I do? Ah, uh, six. Six. I reckon you were our um, government at the time that you were uh, starting school. Our government had a um, a thing in place where if you were born in a certain month, there was like a cutoff. Of when yeah. you could start school. And I was past the cutoff, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think you were um, worked out with the kindy. I reckon a lot of the kids in your group were going to start school. And they suggested that you could stay on to kindy or start school with everybody else. And we thought, oh, well, we'll have you start school with everybody else. Mm. Yeah, but with you, Boo, I, I reckon know. it was just, boom, your... Like the government already had it well established and well in place, so we knew that you were right. This was, I think, you did three terms of reception or four terms. I can't remember, but anyway, we yeah uh, we sort of had more of an idea of what was going on with you 
where with your sister, she was like the first one that was uh, that was starting that. But anyway, um, what else have we been watching? We had um, Hocus Pocus, didn't mm. we? Yeah, the, we watched uh, Hocus Pocus. The local hairdresser recommended Hocus Pocus 2. Yeah. It's the, the sequel to... Like, uh, mm, I haven't watched Hocus Pocus 1. Yeah, I was pretty sure um, my wife and I, we were thinking, scratching our heads and wondering, have we watched Hocus Pocus 1? Or the, the first Hocus Pocus? And we're like, mm, I don't think we have. I had uh, a few witch movies in my mind that I was trying to work out which one it was. And then sitting down to actually watch it as a family. We watched, I reckon, Hocus Pocus 1, the... Um, we're currently in school holidays, aren't we? Mm-hmm. So, uh, good opportunity to have plenty of family movie nights, things that we enjoy, cooking up the popcorn in the microwave, yeah. uh, and then settling in for um, something on the stream- streaming services. So, uh, yeah, one night we watched Hocus Pocus and uh, really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun, a bit silly, mm. but yeah, just a really, really... Um, was a little bit silly. Yeah, cool, cool kind of movie, especially for um. I think what was it, nineteen eighty? No, nineteen ninety. Something seven, maybe. No, earlier than that, maybe ninety one, ninety two. Yeah, it's three ninety three. Nineteen ninety three, I reckon it was. Two or three. Yeah. Yep. And then um, for them to uh, to come back with um. Wasn't it like nineteen years later? Yes. Making a thirteen, I think it was. No, nineteen. It was nineteen, 19. years later. Nineteen yeah, yeah. years later. Yep. Make a sequel. Yes. And then at the end, we were thinking that they might come out with another one. But probably not nineteen <laughs> years later. No. Yeah. They'll be too old. They'll be all wrinkly. Definitely. <laughs> and their yeah. bones will be very rickety. That's this is the <laughs> three the three witches. As <laughs> yeah, so was it. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, ah, uh, is one of them. Um, Bette Midler, uh, Maybe and then they there's can fly around then there's a walking cane. Yeah, <laughs> then there's then there's another witch as well. Yeah, no, little lot of fun, a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's sort of the the quirkiness sometimes will influence different stories and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, it is. It's good good fun to uh, to sort of watch watch the movies and. Yeah, share uh, share a bit of family <laughs> fun. Um, what else did we get up to today? Hmm. You went driving. I did. Yes, that's interesting. <laughs> my uh, my son has turned the ripe old age of sixteen, and the ripe old age sixteen in uh, Australia is when you get your learn to drive. Permit. Is it different in other places? Yeah, there are a lot uh, different places. Uh, the legal age to drink, like alcohol, is different. Yeah, isn't it eighteen here? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we uh, we learn to drive, and then we get to drink. So you can drive to the bars. Yeah. Yeah, something cool. like that. But then make sure that you drive responsibly, and that yeah. you drink responsibly. It's all very, very important. But that's lessons that you girls will learn later. And lessons that... Well, I think the learning bit, I need to learn by next year. What's that? The learning bit. Learning to drive. Learning to drive bit. Yes, yeah. 
And that reminds me, I've got to write um, another half an hour in uh, in your brother's logbook. Shouldn't he be doing that? He's well. He 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 writes it, and then I sign it oh, yeah. to say that yes, that's uh, and that was um, yeah, very fun. We've got two uh, two cars in the family. We've got the little runabout, and then we've got the um, the big family vehicle that we all fit in. Little Jazz and a little, well, not a little Kia. It's no, a big Kia. it's big Kia. Uh, the big yeah. Carnival eight seater, <laughs> and so um, we're uh, we're planning a family trip. With the um, the laws and the crooks. But the key is too old and rickety. She'll be right. No, I think, think we'll be She'll okay. Be right. She's going to break down. We're, we're, no. Uh, we've got uh, better we're luck. We're going to get stranded in the middle of, <laughs> in the middle of our trip. <laughs> That's what the, uh, the Royal Automotive Association is for, the RAA. Thank goodness for the RAA. Is that what it stands for? Yep. Oh, I thought the company was just RAA because the letters sounded cool together. No, no, no. <laughs> Me it's too. All, to, all to do with because we're part of the Commonwealth monarchy. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I was like, yeah, RAA sounds good. <laughs> so that's uh, that's what it is in South Australia, where we live. But in Victoria, it's the RAVC. What? The B stands for Victoria, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think it's Me the Royal Automotive... Oh, it might be RACV, Royal Automotive Club of Victoria, I think, maybe. Or Victorian Club. But anyway, Victorians? anyway, it, uh, <laughs> it, it brings no. up the point that you've got to know your facts before you write your story, don't you? Yeah. So if I was trying to write something for, uh, for an American audience, I would need to make sure that I had my spelling right, that it was American spelling. But also that I had all my facts, all my uh, acronyms, anagrams. Wow! Big clicky. Clicky chair. Could write a fan piece about Stitch, that your favourite <gasps> Disney character. Stitch! You don't mind drawing Stitch, do you? <laughs> I get a Stitch just watching you draw. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Fun times. Yes. So, what else influences you? What, um... Cars. Cars? Yeah. How do cars influence you? I don't know. They just have, like, good colours, and I just, like... I should draw a car one day. Okay. Yeah. Design a car. Nah, not designs. Yeah. Too much, too much work. Yeah, too you much can work? have 30 hand glove, uh, glove boxes. 30 glove <laughs> boxes? 30 hand boxes? Hand boxes. <laughs> 30 glove boxes, nice. Yeah, 30 glove boxes under the seats. I think... Why I, would you need 30 oh, Dad, glove boxes? I, I drew... I drew Libby to hold, once. To you drew your cousin? Yeah, I drew Libby. <laughs> How did that go? It was bad. It I was drew, very bad. I, she had, like, big eyes, like, this big. No, she had eyelashes going up, so it's like... <laughs> so, I can see what you're doing, but the thing about recording your voice... So by doing your eyes, you were doing like round glasses eyes. Yeah. Much, much bigger than normal eyes. Yeah. And you had... Uh, like three stick things going out of her eyes and there so were eyelashes. How, how old were you when you drew this? Last year. Oh, okay. Fourteen. <laughs> awesome. All right, okay. I'm not an artist like Boo, okay? Yeah. Don't 
judge me. Oh, even I wouldn't consider myself an artist. Art, art is res- art is respective. At so, the time, I thought it looked really good too. <laughs> you look at something like by because you're studying. I did art Livy once, and it didn't look very high good. High school. She had an yeah. Yep. So, you're aware of uh, artists like Salvador Dali? Mm, no. So he's the one that drew the melting clocks. Uh, or oh, I think um, I've seen that before. It might be uh, somebody in a dress with a fish head. Oh. Or oh, um, sounds like something. Tan. Sha- I mean, Sean. Tan. Sean Tan. What's his name? Oh yeah, it sounds like something Sean Tan. I think I've heard of you. You're uh, you're studying Sean Tan at the moment at school, aren't you? Yeah. A great uh, Australian artist. I drew artist. a bird with fork wings and um a spoon tail and knives for a beak. Oh, very cool. Yeah. What influenced you to come up and with those ideas? Just a big eye. Oops. That's kind of cool. I used Sean Tan to influence. So okay. His artwork influenced you to create that. So have you yeah. seen similar pieces done by him? No. Or just his general idea? Well, I mean, for the head as an eye, I yeah. just saw a lot of his artwork was just eyes for a head. Okay. So, oh, and you you influenced me because you said something about cutlery for wings when you were explaining some of his artworks. Oh, okay. Like, you were, you were um, doing, like, an example of something that he might draw. And you said something about like knives for wings or something like that. Yeah. Like okay. For wings, so yeah, I took that as influence and did um fork wings for the bird. Oh, very cool. So when do we get to see this piece? Um, I don't know. Probably at the end of the year when I get all my schoolwork. Yeah. Okay. All right. If that's well, how it works. I'd say it would. Are you yep. doing artwork? Like, are you doing art this term? Yeah. Or did you do it last term? Well, I wasn't even there last term. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you'll get it at the end of the year. Well, last term as in, like, it's the holidays now. So, if you count... So, term three. Yeah, the term that I joined. Term three. Okay. So, you'll do it term four as well, then. I did art then, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think so. Oh, very cool. So, it's in semesters. But, yeah, I think you get your artwork at the end of every year or so. so. do art for so yeah, I should I should get, get that artwork. Yeah. At the end of the year. Very cool. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah. So uh, another thing that quite often will influence me and influence my writing is um, playing board games with my brother-in-law, <laughs> and I'm hoping to uh, Uncle Ben delve more deeply into that topic. Um, when we head off with the crooks Tomorrow. on a on a holiday together, which would be kind of cool. Hopefully, there'll be plenty of time for board games. Uh, find some more inspiration. There, yeah, Dad. might even inf- influence, uh, inspire. Yet yeah, another story. Um, I've been. Uh, I love um, the way that uh, Dungeons and Dragons, the role playing game that Ben introduced me to. Role play. I love the way that um, every character. Through my high school years, or not high school years, sorry, through my uni years, that uh, I'd come back to Murray Bridge and we'd have a uh, tabletop session of Dungeons and Dragons. So every, pretty much every character that I created with Ben 
as the dungeon master, I'd have a backstory for. I'd write like a couple of paragraphs or maybe even a couple of pages worth of stuff about who the character was, what uh but it was basically a story of Is them on an adventure. Story writing now? Um I've been writing stories for a little while. I um I actually uncovered uh going through some paperwork, old old boxes of paperwork, uh uncovered some stories which I wrote with my brothers when um I was in primary school. Brothers and cousins and that sort of thing. Um also uh I um wrote a, a couple of short story picture books uh as well. One about a bunyip called Billy. Billy the bunyip. Yep. Uh and his uh his friends were sort of based on uh another story that I'd enjoyed reading growing up with as a kid. Yeah, we uh, we sort of get influences from uh, from all all over the place, all sorts of areas. Um and yeah, the like been writing for a long 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 time, but uh very intermittent. Uh and yeah, just um really really enjoyed sort of creating those backstories for uh for Dungeons and Dragons characters. But then I found as I've been writing more and more uh so I have D and D, yeah. Um it'll be this Monday actually. Um that I've got uh I've got the high school boys coming down and then what's great is we've got uh your Uncle Ben mm-hmm. comes in as a volunteer at the library and he runs his own Dungeons and Dragons adventures as well with a different group, which is kinda cool. That sort of uh is a great way that we can tap into the uh the teen community. Um, and especially we've got a lot of sporting opportunities for, um, for the youth here in our local community, but not a lot for those that don't enjoy sport so much. Yeah. So Dungeons and Dragons at the library is a great opportunity where kids that aren't sporting, like aren't really all that sporty can sort of come along and still socialize and still enjoy something and that sort of thing. Yeah, which I think is kind of cool. Very important. Um, but also, um, I've got uh, like board games like Abomination and uh, board games like Terraforming Mars and that sort yeah. of thing that uh, that your Uncle Ben's got. He started. Um, he's got his great big collection of um, of board like games. Bookcase. He has. He's filled a bookcase with different board games. Some of them I enjoy playing. Yeah, for sure. You're uh, right. He's like, oh, can I teach you a ball game? Bit of a like, Cluedo, Cluedo Queen or Potion Explosion or... Yeah, that's a good game. The, um, the one where you're trying to get robots to go around a track. Robo... Rally? Rally, yeah. Robo Rally is not so much fun. Oh, I like that game. You like that game? Yeah, so I, I keep flying off the edge all the <laughs> yeah. time. I, uh, I'm i not a, uh, a great programmer, I don't think. I'm not very good at being a, uh, a tactician. Uno's good. I like yeah. Uno. Yep. You got Uno Flip. Yeah. You got Uno. Uno. Regular Uno. I want to have the. There's this Uno. I don't know. I can't remember what it's called, but it like shoots cards at you. That's kind of yeah. cool. What? That could be quite scary. Yeah. Yeah. So you might like. You know how sometimes you need to pick up a card. Yeah. You press a button and, and it, it just... might shoot you out ten cards or <laughs> no <laughs> cards or one card. Or okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Cool. Play it at a friend's house. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, one of the games that I love playing with you, Sheriff of Nottingham. Oh, yeah, that's my favourite game. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy that one. Bring it to youth, but we haven't gotten to play it yet. Not yet. You will, though. Have too much fun. You will. But, no, so lots and lots of uh, board game influence. Yeah, the, the way that it sort of uh, creates ideas and develops stories and that sort of thing. And it's it's usually the um, the the next step. So the the game's finished, and it's very rarely it's about the actual game itself. It's uh, it's usually the people that are sort of the characters that I think of and dream up as I'm playing the game. And then it's again it's that Dungeons and Dragons scenario where I want to tell their backstory, I want to be able to tell, to explore more about who they are uh, and what they're doing and where they're from and uh, and that sort of thing. Yeah, so it's kind of, yeah, it's cool. It's good fun. Do you like to play any board games, Boo? Um, I like Exploding Kittens. Oh, you yeah. do like that card game, and don't you? one where you're in the desert. I forgot what it's called. Forbidden Desert? Yeah, Forbidden Desert. Yes. Yeah. Yep. There's yep. Island, then there's Forb- uh, Forbidden Island. Forbidden Island, yeah. And then there's um, yeah. something Sky as well. There's like a series Forbidden of three of them. Forbidden Sky. Nah, it's not. I don't think so. <laughs> the, uh, Uncle Ben would know. Yeah. yeah. Uncle Ben has it, I'm pretty sure, yeah. hasn't he? Uh, I know he's got Forbidden Desert and um, um, Forbidden Island. Island. I played both. But I don't know about the Sky one. They're a bit different. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the first one. Yeah, I've never played the Sky one before. Mm. It's a bit odd. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not odd, but it's different. It is. Very different. Hmm. And then, of course, there's uh, the ideas that other people sort of send through um, to say, oh, have you heard of this anthology? Do you have a story that matches this idea or um, this uh, this basic concept? And then, of course, there's the tough um, the the tough process of sending something off that you know in your heart of hearts matches this uh, this anthology idea, and then to only hear back that rejection, that email, that letter from the um, the editor to say, look like it but it's not what we're looking for and it's like ah no but never mind just means you've got to go back uh look for other opportunities um a door that's closed doesn't mean that uh every door will be closed or every window will be closed uh and with the number of independent publishers that are out there now and the traditional publishers as well um there's always opportunity there's always uh, something out there to influence. Um, and for every story, I hope and I strongly believe that there's a place where it can be published. Indeed. Hooray! So, yeah. Um, family, friends, Oops. book covers, <laughs> songs, board games, uh, everyday life, um, things that happen in movies things that trigger memories. There are so many different ways and different reasons 
to write a story, to create a piece of art, to draw a picture, um, just to share what's in your heart, share what's in your mind. So, um, draw something for Halloween. Draw something yeah. for Halloween. You should draw a pumpkin with a ghost coming out of it. Do you reckon okay, you could that, do that, that's Boo? That's going to be my next drawing. Yeah, Ooh. that's cool. See? Influenced <laughs> by your sister. This is very cool. Thanks so much, girls, for, uh, for a great chat. Um, and uh, thank you very much to, uh, to everybody that's listening. Hopefully, we have had the opportunity to, uh, to influence you, to encourage Inspire you. Inspire you! That's right. Yeah. Be you. All about the inspiration. Be you, draw you, write you, write from the heart, write from the mind, write whatever it is, those crazy, crazy ideas that sort of just pop into your brain, whatever uh, has, uh, has triggered them, whatever has caused them to come to be. This is episode 193 of the World of Myth Bits, and I thank you all very much for listening. See ya! Goodbye from me. Goodbye from Boo. Goodbye. And goodbye from Nananu. See you later. See you later from Down Under. Yeah. Hopefully Down wherever under. You, wherever you are throughout this big wide world, you are inspired. See you next time.